Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is TalkSport Daily. Welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, we start with Rugby Union and a powerful interview with former England centre Luther Burrell, who joined Darren Bent's boot room yesterday. The former England rugby international Luther Burrell has opened up about a culture of racism in the changing rooms at former clubs. The 32-year-old who plays for the Premiership side Newcastle Falcons says he's been the subject of slavery jokes in the past and has been referred to by the N-word. He says he doesn't want to be portrayed as a victim and wants to empower the younger generation to speak out against abuse. Before you start me, I've got to commend you because I, I know exactly how difficult this can be. Um, being obviously a young black man myself, um, you, you say things like this, you could be seen as a disruptive person, troublemaker, not a team player. So I can understand... F- obviously myself personally how much courage it must have taken for you to come out and and give this interview i mean but how are you feeling now after you've you've, you've done the interview yeah look mate it took took me a while to actually get to this point to be honest um as as you alluded to it's a subject that's obviously very touchy um and look i don't want to be having these conversations mate in 2022 to be fair it's been received really really well mate so um you know thank you for for your words there a lot of people are amazed by it and that's the thing, the daunting thing with this. I, I was so apprehensive. I had the worst anxiety, which in itself is kind of it's kind of wrong. Like why why should I feel a certain way when th- this has happened to me? Um, so it's all gone it's all gone down really well. And you know, people from you know the RFU and and, and past rugby colleagues and coaches etc have reached out so um you know so far so good why did you want to do it now like what made you want to give the interview now because as you said it'd been on your mind for so long you'd wanted to come out before why was now the right time i think i was just at a stage in my career and in my life um where i felt i need i needed to say something um obviously i have a senior role within within the teams i've been playing professional rugby a sport which i love for for so long um and I'm not entirely sure on where my future lies. So until I made that decision, I felt I needed to broach this subject for people that are at grassroots stages. I have children. The last thing that I would ever want is for my children to ever experience anything like this. So I'm at a point now where, do you know what? If I decide to walk away from the game, I can walk away from the game with my head held high. If I decide to play on, you know, I can actually play on without any weight on my shoulders. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no stigma. There's no pressure, and I feel like I have a voice, and I think I'm 
respected enough that people will listen and not just kind of push under the carpet as oh well here's another bit of you know that's crap that's come out in the in the newspapers recently blah 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 so um that's why I just felt at the moment you know it was it was the right time for me to go about about my business and, and say what I needed to say. Lou for the article mentions that several anonymous players have backed up what you claim uh, in the interview do you think we're going to see a situation now where uh, more players are willing to come out publicly as you have and, and really follow your lead and, and be as brave as you have been? Have you got any indication from people that you've played alongside that, that they're ready to, to come out and expose this as well? So I've, no, I've got no indication that they're going to do that, but certain players have reached out to me and said, like, wow, well, well, well done. Um, it it comes across really well. Um, this is players that I didn't speak to um, prior to, to doing the article. Um you know, I got a message this morning from one lad just saying they think it is banter, mate. It's not banter, and this is from a lad that I haven't I haven't spoke to prior to doing the article. So, do you know what? I hope so, and that's why I'm that's why I'm doing it. You know, it's it's all about empowerment. It's all about making our game accessible, diverse, and in the right cultural space so that anybody can be part of it. Lufa, obviously, uh, last year, Azim Rafiq came out and spoke about racism in cricket, and it, it obviously seems to be a, a pandemic in all sports, to be honest. Did, did Rafiq speaking out give you the confidence to speak out, or did you take this upon yourself and just think enough's enough? I think it did. Um, bless him, he's actually messaged me today with some very strong like, advice. Um, so I'll, I'll thank him for that. Um, yeah, mate, it's, it's sorry, I'm, just a bit, I'm a bit, you know, taken aback yeah, by it all. Course, still, you yeah. know, it's, it's, mate, it's, it's tough, mate, it's tough. Um, so, yeah, carry on. Sorry. You've said, obviously, Rafiq has, has, has spoken, he's messaged you, you've had a few messages of other people. Have you received any messages? Oh, now, I've read the piece about the group chat and the messages. Have you received any messages from people that are actively involved in that to, to give their reasons or support or even apologise? No, mate. No, um, no, I haven't. Um, but look, I wouldn't be—I wouldn't necessarily be looking for that. Mm. All I would be wanting is for it to never happen again. Um, that's why I've done what I've done um, because you know it shouldn't—it shouldn't be in—it shouldn't be in change room environments, really. Mm. You know, and as much as you know, I've got people that have known me that I'm best friends with that have known me 18 years, and I, I tell them some of the stuff and they're just like mate I would never say that to you and I know I know your family I know your history I know everything about you um so for people that have known me you know a lot a lot shorter time frame than that you know I, I just think should have a little bit more mm. what what respect um than to feel that you know we can start jumping on racial banter in a change room with someone that actually they don't really know mm. um so Look, I've not had any. I've not had any apologies, but that's not necessarily what what I want from this. I want it to be heard, um, and I want action to be, to be done, and I want the game to obviously um, evolve. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. On now to cricket, and England are going to the final day of the third test against New Zealand in a strong position. Jake Robson was watching the action yesterday for Talksport. Very much advantage England as their batsmen have taken the game away from New Zealand this afternoon. Ollie Pope frenetic as ever, but he's 81 not out overnight with Joe Root unbeaten on a chanceless 55. The pair's partnership now at 132. The Kiwis had looked fairly comfortable earlier at lunch with Tom Blundell and Daryl Mitchell set. When the latter was trapped LBW by Matt Potts for 56, it wasn't much longer before they were all out for 326, setting England 296 to win. Jack Leach ended with five more wickets to go with the five he took in the first innings. It means England just need a further 113 runs when play resumes tomorrow as they ended day four on 183 for two. Now, Gareth Bale is set to move to the MLS to join LAFC. In a moment, you'll hear from former Wales striker Dean Saunders, but first, his big Tony Cascarino speaking on the weekend breakfast show. Too early, but I I think the season and the timing that is probably the, one of the main reasons. Because obviously they're still playing now, aren't they, in America? Yes. The season's still continuing. and I think, October. Yeah, I was going to say mm. October. So he's he's obviously preparing himself to get us, you know, go and play games now. He's still got to have the love for the game and want to play. You know, he needs to fall back in love with football because he's only fell in love with football, really, I felt, playing for Wales more than the last two or three years at Real Madrid, which has been really difficult for him. I think he's good enough to play for the top six. He'd be even good enough to be in the squad at Liverpool and Man City and you're bringing him on and bringing him, you know, or starting him in certain games. I think he's the quality he's got, he can play with top players. Mm -hmm. He's still quick. He's not as quick as he was, but he's still lightning quick and he scores all types of goals and you get end product off him. Mm. So uh, I then thought, well, fair enough, Newcastle... I've got something going at their club and I thought that'd be perfect for him going to Newcastle. They, I mean, the town's buzzing. I've been there myself and they'd, they'd welcome him, mm-hmm. open arms. Half of me wanted him to go to Cardiff, but the other half, football head, so like, you know, you're playing with players who aren't as good as you twice a week, like you've said, get injured in the championship. No need to put yourself through that slog. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a compromise. Cass also had his say on Manchester United's quiet transfer window so far. He thinks the club 
might have lost their pulling power. Just calm down, everyone. There seems to be ideas of making huge change by bringing in one player. They clearly need four or five. A midfield area is a big problem for Man United. It's been, you know, McTominay, Fred, Mm -hmm. obviously Pogba played there, Matic has left. Um, So there's been real issues about trying to reinvent their football team. And Ten Hag will have his own way of playing. And if anyone who's watched Ajax over the years, the heartbeat is their midfield. Everything functions and starts from there. You know, they all want to get on the ball and move it and get it around, play fast football. And I don't think they've got the players to do that at the moment. So they have to bring in players quickly. Man United, and the, you know, for large periods of my career, was it was all, the grass was never greener leaving Manchester United. Okay, now you've got players who are looking at the club and thinking, "Is this a step backwards?" Which is a complete reversal of how it used to be, because De Jong will be thinking, "Okay, Barcelona didn't have a particularly great season either," mm-hmm. but is you know going to Man United, who finished sixth last year, a backward step for me? And I think there, were, there was an element in that within players who were going, well, this is not Man United of 2013 and before. This is a completely different football club now. Now West Ham have reportedly made an offer to sign England midfielder Jesse Lingard on a free transfer. Former Hammer Trevor Sinclair thinks it would be a great move for the player. I was fuming, I've got to be honest, that he, he didn't um, join uh, last uh, January mm-hmm. because I thought, you know, he's, he's not playing for United. What's he doing? He's a great talent. We've seen that when he went, he, he played 16 games for West Ham, scored nine goals and got four assists. Well, he's never done that for Manchester United. The best uh, return he's had at Manchester United is 33 games, eight goals and five assists. And he's only actually scored 20 goals for Manchester United in the Premier League, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's one of them where they, they suit each other. It's a big pitch. He's a fit boy. I think he went there with a bounce of confidence. He'd, he'd just come off the back of not playing and he thought, you know what, I want to show Manchester United what, what they're missing. And he came, he hit the ground running. The lads loved him, the fans loved him. And I was surprised that he didn't want to stay because any player, you want to feel valued, you want to feel loved, you want to be playing well for the team. And uh, he had all them. He, he ticked every box. Yeah, I'm glad that the, uh, the, the negotiations are open, man. And I just hope he doesn't price himself out of the market because yeah. by all accounts, he's asking for massive dough. <laughs> Now, we are just 10 days away from the start of the Women's Euros. And, of course, you'll be able to hear all of England's games live on TalkSport. Man City winger Lauren Hemp could be one of the stars of the tournament. And she's been speaking to Joe Shannon about the Lionesses chances. The sun's clear. And then Hemp. Oh, wonderful. On the bully. Left-footed. Into the corner. What a night under the lights for England. I know there's so much more to come from me and... I know that I'm only going to keep pushing myself. I always put pressure on myself, which might not be a great thing, but I know that there's so much more to come and it's only the start of my journey, so I hope to continue that. He runs up against Bright now, Hemp, cuts in right-footed, curls it towards the far post and scores a brilliant FA Cup final goal. Lauren Hemp scores once again. Yeah, I think this season has been great and I've had a lot of confidence going into games and I've been able to take players on and beat them 1v1 and do what I do best at. Lovely little bit of vision from Hemp to race down the left and produce the perfect cross and 
that's what Lauren Hemp can do. We've seen it all season. Left and Hemp, lovely footwork from her to break into the penalty area. It could open up for her, but the shot towards the near post is turned aside by Evra. I think she, she hugs the line really well. I think whenever she gets on the ball, she looks great. You can see the reception that she's getting from the fans over on that far side as well. She's had a really, really good positive game. Sort of see how far I've come in the last few years, but... I think it's important to know that there's still so much more to come from me. But I think for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And yeah, it's important to just take every moment as it comes and just enjoy it as well. Particularly with it being a tournament where you're at home. Mm -hmm. um, how is the confidence among the squad going into it? Do you believe you can win it? I'm sure you do. As a squad, we're in a great place. We've got a great set of coaching staff and a great team around me. And for me personally, I feel confident going into the tournament and I'm sure everyone else feels the same as well because you can feel that buzz just everyone around St George's Park roll on the 6th of July on the road to the women's Euros live on TalkSport well that's it for another podcasty thing thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from I'm back on Andy Olsen's Drive Time Show at 4pm today alongside DB Sneaker Freak Darren Ben and of course there will be Another one of these Andy Austin Talks with Daily Podcasts at first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. And of course, be safe, everyone. Be safe. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.